Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Dino. I hope you enjoy this part one of two. I was on location at Mary Greeley Medical Center in Ames, Iowa. I had a great time recording with Leanne and Kathy. So please be on the lookout for our part two, where I'm going to be talking about the ABCs of hand washing with them. From what I've learned, there's a lot more that goes into hand washing than the average person thinks. Welcome back to Navigating Within. My name is Dino and I'm your host. Today I'm on site at Mary Greeley Medical Center in Ames, Iowa. Mary Greeley is a 220-bed regional referral center owned by the city of Ames. Mary Greeley provides high-quality, cost-effective healthcare services that advance the health of Central Islands. With me today is Leanne, infection preventionist, and Kathy, guest services director. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks I'm on site, us. so yeah, thank you for having me here. We can go ahead and start by maybe introducing each of you. Just kind of give me a little bit of background of what you do here at Mary Greeley. Sure. So my name's Leanne. Um, I'm infection control coordinator here at Mary Greeley. I've been in this role for approximately 10 years. Prior to that, I did. I am a nurse, and I did work in the float pool here. And I also worked in surgical trauma intensive care at the University of Virginia prior to that. I have a master's in public health and epidemiology, and that's really where my true love is with research and data. And I'm Kathy Wright, the director of guest services. I've been in my role as a director for about 12 years. Prior to that, I was a transportation um, services supervisor. I also have a master's degree in public administration from Drake University and enjoy working with Leanne. Go Bulldogs! We'll start off by asking, um, what are some of the biggest challenges you faced in terms of infection prevention and how did you overcome them? Mm, That's a big question. The CDC says that one out of 31 patients will acquire an infection while being treated for something else in the hospital. And more than 70% of these are supposedly preventable. At Mary Greeley, we really, we strive for zero harm to our patients, including zero hospital acquired infections. And so I think this has been one of our biggest challenges, the fact that we are not at zero, we expect to be and we want to be, that is our goal. Healthcare is very complex and the prevention of HAIs is really complex as well. However, with that complexity, there are a lot of basic things that you can do that are going to work for every HAI. Sure. And so many of those things are what we really want to focus on. Examples would be hand hygiene, patient hygiene, environmental services and cleaning, um, just the basics. And it's frustrating sometimes when we can't even get the basics to the point where we end up with zero. Sure. I think building that solid foundation is key to kind of tackling some of those future initiatives that kind of require some more rigor and um, more training. So, And I, I should say, in addition to that, is I think healthcare it changes so rapidly, the environment changes Absolutely. so rapidly, and it's so highly technical that oftentimes it's just hard to keep up with all of that. Absolutely. So how, how does the infection preventionist and the director of guest services, how do they play off each other? How does that relationship work? Well, we always like to consult with Leanne, whether we're looking at a new product or looking at a process change or um, looking at implementing a new step to something. Um, we also work closely with infection prevention to get our team members involved in in as many things as what we can, whether it's updating standard work or teaching standard work, being hand hygiene observers, using the fluorescent dazzle marking to read and report how well we're doing in quality, those kinds of things. Great. 
So how do you get involved with your quality team? How does the infection preventionist and the director of guest services, Mm -hmm. how do you all cooperate with one another and make that team? Well, so first off, safety is just ingrained in our culture at Mary Greeley. It's the basics for what we all do, all staff, regardless of what department you're in. And a big part of that is monitoring and feedback with everything we do in quality. As infection prevention, we are part of the quality department, so that helps as well. But as far as, you know, just overarching quality, we monitor everything it feels like sometimes, <laughs> right, Kathy? Yeah. And, um, and then we provide that feedback back to staff so staff can learn. And then as they learn, we just continually improve. Are you doing trainings? Or are you doing, uh, how does this information get relayed? Well, in guest services, it, um, we work with environmental services to implement standard work. And then we do a lot of validating to make sure that the standard work is written well, followed, and then has the outcome that we want. We measure the outcome using the DAZO monitoring to see, you know, are we hitting the 90th percentile on, on everything or higher? And the DAZO <laughs> monitoring, um, is a, it's an Ecolab product that allows us to go into a room and mark the high-touch areas that they're not a secret. We all know what the high-touch areas are. We teach to it so that each time they clean a room, it's a discharge clean. They don't know whether the room is marked or not. And then we go in and read it and then give the immediate results for directly to the environmental services worker. Interesting. Wow. That's great. So the other thing I would say is that with the standard work, environmental services, they do just a fantastic job. So the standard work is basically a step-by-step procedure of what you're going to clean within the room, step-by-step. And how many steps are there? There are 120 something. So imagine that 120 steps to clean a room. So yeah, very detailed, Mm -hmm. which I mean, from a patient perspective, you would want that to be that detailed. Right. And then, and even then the training that it takes for people to understand that and to not forget those steps and to consistently be reminded of how to do it, then that's what the DAZO helps us because it helps us then, oh, you know, you missed this one little spot. And it's not only, I would say as well, is that, oh, we wiped that one little spot, but it's how you all do it. I mean, they not only do they hit all the spots, but they do it the right way, which is really important for infection prevention. Right. And in the DAZO, you can clearly see that. Was it removed completely or was it just maybe the rag went through it but didn't remove it? And so then we go back and remind the staff, you know, what's left of that spot is like the infection that you would leave behind it without the right technique. So it's not only the locations they need to wipe, but their technique of how they wipe. Mm-hmm. Elbow grease. Great. Great. So Obviously, that ties directly into patient satisfaction because if you have clean rooms, then your patients are obviously noticing that the rooms are clean. So how often is the work you do noticed by patients? Is there surveys that they fill out and things of that nature? They do complete the surveys. We go into patients' rooms every day that are occupied, so they get immediate feedback from their housekeeper on anything that they want done special while they're in their room. We do anything from cleaning their room daily to doing their laundry, their personal laundry for them if they've been here for a period of time. And then the the way we get the feedback is through the HCAP scores. We segment them by breaking them down to the unit size. And then once a quarter, we go to the nurse leaders of those units and then review their segmented data for cleanliness with them and talk about what we can do to improve those scores further. Great. Are there any quality improvement projects that you've collaborated on together? If so, I'm assuming that there are lots. Uh, uh, If so, can you give me some examples? Sure, sure. 
So the standard workroom cleaning, that one we've already mentioned with the Dazzo, we worked on that together and continue to. We've worked on looking at different products and disinfectants and changing them. So evaluating, you know, how effective is it? How efficient is it? How cost effectiveness, um, just how safe, safe it is for staff, all sorts of various aspects to look at. So we've done that. We've looked at just recently, we did a mattress <laughs> project <laughs> where the FDA recommended that you look at every single mattress in your house and see if there's any fluid ingress and whether you need to remove them. And that, sure. that sounds like, oh yeah, no big deal. Just look at your mattress. Well, now you have to unzip every mattress cover. You're not just looking at the outside. Is there a rip or a tear? Yeah, you look at that tube. Then you unzip each one and look inside. That's not something that mm, I would say most facilities do. Yeah. And we took that on and did that together as a team. And I think it went very well. We found a few that we needed to re be replaced, but you know, not too many all in all. So we're still, I think, debating whether we really want to do that every year. <laughs> but, um, and then one other one I can think of is the UV. UV machines. Um, we've been evaluating and we are ongoing evaluating these to, again, decide is this something we want to, is it right for us? Do we want to implement that? And UV machines, can you explain what that is? <laughs> sure. This is a UV disinfection. So it, it's a robot that you put in the room after environmental services have done their terminal clean, their final clean, everything. They do everything which they normally do, but then they also then afterwards put a UV light some are zappers, some are their halo foggers, there's different types. Yeah. But you put something in the room, so then it does a final disinfection is how you would determine. It. Is and this done, sorry, I didn't mean, is this done after every room cleaning or are there special, like if a patient mm -hmm. had uh, MRSA, for example, right. would that machine then get put you into those can, situations or is it yeah, just- You can implement it different ways. Different facilities do it different ways. Depending on if you're having an outbreak, some people use it for outbreak specific. Some use it on every single room. Some use it, say, C. diff specific. Um, you can use it in the OR. Just, you know, you can tailor it to your need. Makes sense. Can add anything to that. So I would say just um, typically looking at the data and understanding where your risk areas are. Yeah. Problem prone. Data, very important. So 220 beds here at Mary Greeley, mm -hmm. looking at every mattress. How long did that take? <laughs> Couple days. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Several people. I can, people. I can <laughs> imagine. 